Hey guys, and welcome to my podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be giving you my top five tips you need to know before you start planning your wedding. And trust me, you can take it from me because as someone who did not have the wedding of their dreams, I know what you need to have the wedding of your dreams. So without further ado, let's get started. Hey everyone, I have a really fun and exciting announcement to make. Starting April 1st of 2023, I will be launching my very first Patreon. I love making these videos and podcasts for you guys. You all are so supportive and I am so appreciative for that. With that being said, a lot of you guys don't see what goes on behind the scenes of making these short but ever so cute videos. There's a lot of time and money that goes into producing each video. From the lighting, to the electronics, to the computer programs, to the software programs, creative programs, and the time and effort it takes to research each individual video. And for all those reasons, I have decided to start a Patreon. And your support would be ever so appreciated if you feel called to do so. Disclaimer, this is not a form of tithe. This is a way of donating to the ministry. And as a way of saying thank you to those who donate, I have come up with three different tiers for you to choose from. Tier 1, which I named the Angel Tier, is a donation of $5 a month. And as a way of saying thank you, we wanted to ask that you send in a prayer request for that month so that we can pray for you. Tier 2 is the Fierce and Free Queen Tier. It's a little extra, but I mean, are we shocked? Look who is creating the Patreon. Each month that you donate, you'll receive a wellness packet that we've tailored for that month. In this wellness packet, we've provided study tools that will help you grow in your faith, provided recommendations for some fun, healthy eating, and we've provided super cute, trendy fashion advice. All right, and last but not least, we have tier three, which I called the Archangel tier. Now, if you're really just wanting to bless this podcast financially and watch it grow, then this might be the tier for you. This tier comes with everything that's in tier one and tier two. I want to thank you again all so much if you feel called to donate any donation is appreciated and welcomed you guys are the best i would not be here if it wasn't for all of your love and support for this podcast so without further ado let's get into today's episode go into the chapel and we're gonna get married. All right, so I may or may not have wanted to do this episode just to put on my wedding dress. And I gotta tell you, it's been a minute since I put it on and I am busting out of this thing, okay? My gosh, I put my hair down just to cover like the, you know, like the the wings, my, my pit wings right now. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty squished. It's a tight fit, it's a tight fit. All right, so before we get started, I need to set the scene for what my wedding was like so that you guys can can fully understand what I went through, okay? Hey guys, editing Noah here. As I'm re-watching this and hearing myself, I'm realizing I'm getting all of the dates wrong. So ignore everything I said about the dates and listen to editing Noah. We were engaged in October 2020 and married in February 2021. So the point I was trying to make is that everything was still super heavy lockdown. Okay, now back to the video. All right, so it's October 2018. My husband had just proposed and I had about three months to plan this wedding, okay? October, November, December, I take that back. November, December, January, because at the beginning, I was filming a movie, so at the beginning of November, I started to plan the wedding. So three months, we got married in February and the reason we got married so quickly, before you come for me, this is a Christian podcast. And if you're a Christian, then you know Christians get married 
pretty quickly because guess what? We a little horny, okay? I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm just gonna say it. We wanna get freaky with our man, okay? So let's get it on. So yeah, Christians, we wrap things up pretty quickly, all right? Train gets moving once he proposes. So it's 2018, it's in the middle of COVID, and I don't know when wedding venues are going to start to open up again. So I'm on the phone calling wedding venues, I'm on the phone calling photographers, makeup, hairstylists, everything under the sun, and everyone is telling me, sorry, we can't book you because we don't know when the governor is going to lift the ban. Sorry! But because we had our wedding in the middle of COVID, we had pretty much everything go wrong with our wedding. Family members were snowed in in other states. The governor wasn't letting people fly in and out of our state. So it was a fairly tiny wedding. And I'm not from here. So my family had to fly in or drive in just to attend my wedding. It wasn't the ideal wedding. Our wedding, I'll, I'll just be honest. It was not the ideal wedding. Please take it from me, someone who had just an absolutely tiny wedding, not the wedding of her dreams, to tell you what you should and should not do. Because honestly, even though it was small, it was still very beautiful and intimate. So let's get started. All right. So number one, do not pay for a good photographer. Pay for a great photographer. Now, I'm going to be careful what I say here, okay? Because our photographer is, you know, my friend recommended her and and I looked at her work and it was very beautiful. But our photographer was eight months pregnant when she did our wedding. And I have nothing against women who are pregnant, who want to work. Good for you. But the problem is, is that you have to be on your feet the entire time. So this is where the issue came. I told her way before the wedding, hey, I need you to go and scope out around the area, around the perimeter, what locations you'd like to shoot me and my wedding party. Because I didn't know the area and that was part of her package. She was going to go and scope out the place. So when she got there, I was in the middle of getting ready and she said hi. She took a few photos of me getting ready and then she just sat there and... I reminded her, hey, go and check out the perimeter. Go and see some areas that you think would be good to take photos because, you know, I'm the bride. I'm getting ready. I'm really stressed out. And yeah, when you pay that much money for someone to take photos on your wedding day, you expect them to be like top tier pictures because People are going to ask you to see photos of your wedding. You're going to look back and reminisce on that day because, I mean, personally, I only plan on having one wedding, okay? So I wanted my photos to look good when I showed people. And let me tell you, they were not good. For instance, we took photos in the backyard. This property was absolutely stunning, okay? It had a gorgeous backyard, but they had a pool. And with that pool, they had pool chairs, and when we were taking photos, I asked her, I asked the photographer, I said, hey, please make sure there are no pool chairs behind us in the photos because I don't want those in the pictures. And she kept saying, oh, it's fine. It's fine. They're not in there. They're not in there. Let me pull up a picture. Do you see what I'm talking about? There's pool chairs all in the photos. And it, it, it was it, it was a little frustrating. So just a word of advice, pay what you need to pay to get a good photographer. OK, because I'm sure this lady is super capable of doing an amazing, beautiful job, but this was not that day. And it was very frustrating because everything else had already gone wrong. So if you can pay what you need to pay for a great photographer, just throw money at the situation because you are going to have these photos for the rest of your life. And I lost so much weight for my wedding. I needed something to prove that I was itsy bitsy teeny weeny in my little dress. Okay. It was very frustrating. 
All right, number two, buy the dress and tux of your dreams. And when I say this, I mean, make sure that you're doing this in your budget range. You don't just want to go and buy a $5,000 gown if it's not in your budget, okay? Make sure that you're buying something within your means. And if you can afford it, buy that dress. Even if it's a little more and it's at the top of your range, buy it. If you look stunning in it, buy it. If it's a $300 dress and you look absolutely drop dead gorgeous, buy the dress. It's worth it because this is the one day you and your spouse are going to look like absolute royalty, okay? Take advantage of the situation. You're really never going to have a chance to dress in a beautiful gown like this again. All right, number three, pay for the hair and makeup team. Please just take my advice. Pay for the hair and makeup team. You're going to be so stressed planning your wedding, preparing for that day. You're going to feel sick to your stomach on that day. You don't want to be sitting there trying to put on your your eyeliner shaking. I think it took me about 10 times, 10 tries to do my eyeliner because I could not stop shaking. I literally wanted to throw up. I was so nervous. Unfortunately, when I planned my wedding, it was in the middle of COVID. So no one was doing hair and makeup for weddings at that time. Okay. So I did just have to make do with what I had, which was me, myself and I, and I had to do what I had to do. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, Noah, why didn't you just wait until after COVID to get married? If it was going to be this stressful, listen, like I said before, Christians want to get it on with their man. Okay. I didn't know when the governor was about to lift the ban and I wasn't going to wait however many months just to be intimate with my husband. And I'm not going to let a wedding get in the way of that. If it was up to me personally, I would have just gotten married in the courthouse. Pay for the hair and makeup team because it will just take one extra thing off of your plate. That hair and makeup team will make you look absolutely stunning. It'll be great to be pampered on that day and to look absolutely flawless. All right, number four, do not invite everyone and their mother, okay? Seriously, do not invite everyone you know. My husband really, really wanted a big wedding, but because of the circumstances, we did have to have a smaller wedding. But whether or not it was for COVID, I didn't want a big wedding. I am telling you, the majority of people that he wanted to invite, we don't even really talk to them anymore. When you get married, you and your spouse are starting a life together. You're building a foundation for your marriage, for your family. You're not going to have as much time to hang out with certain people like you thought you would. Don't feel forced to invite anybody because this is your day. The reason I wanted a small wedding is because I wanted people there who I knew were going to pray and hope for the best for our marriage. People who wanted to see our marriage flourish and grow the kingdom of God. Don't feel obligated to invite people that you haven't talked to in years, and this includes family members. Having a smaller wedding means that it can be more intimate with the people that you invited. The more people you invite means the more food you're going to have to buy, the bigger venue you're going to have to pay for, and more amount of people you're going to have to go around saying thank you for coming to our wedding. And this takes time away from you spending that day with your spouse and family and friends who are there to really see your marriage flourish in the eyes of God. All right, number five, do not go bankrupt paying for your wedding. I've seen plenty of people pay tens of thousands of dollars just for one day that flies by. Don't spend all of your hard-earned money towards just one day. That wedding day does not define your love. What's important is what comes after that wedding day, which is the foundation that you and your spouse will create together. Thankfully, my husband and I were able to put a very nice down payment on our house because we had a smaller wedding. Remember, guys, the number one reason for divorce in America is finances. So set your marriage up for success by using that money wisely and putting it towards things that will actually help the foundation of your marriage. 
Alrighty, guys, I hope that this helped and that you enjoyed this episode. As always, please remember to hit that like button, subscribe, and share with a friend if you enjoyed. And as always, please remember that you are fierce and free because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. All right, everyone, have a good week. Bye.